When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Cullen II, as it always is. And with me today, as always, is... Sesame Trout King and Carta. Yes. Trout King. I just call him Fish. Yeah. And, um... Yes, that's what I call them. And thanks for tuning in. That'll be the end of our. Wait, what? Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um. No, stay with us, folks. Um, so today <laughs> on the show, we're venturing into the uh, abyss, which is uh, failed sitcoms yet again. This is my favorite um, series we have, by the way. It is. <laughs> It, oh, it totally is. Yeah. Well, that's good. Hopefully, people enjoy it. Um, <clears throat> the episode that we covered today was the pilot episode for a show that lasted like four episodes on air, um, <laughs> called Go Fish. Like, it uh, it ran from June nineteenth till July third of two thousand one. Not even a whole month. <clears throat> Damn, that's 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 uh, that's, that's brutal. Um, yeah, it uh, it was created by Adam Hers, who was one of the co-creators uh, of the American Pie film series. Oh, um, this was just shortly after that rose to popularity, and it was hmm. developed by Pam Brady, who was a consultant writer for South Park. Okay. And it starred uh, Kieran Culkin in his first regular role in a television series. I thought he looked familiar. I was I was yeah. thinking I'm like this this kid looks like Macaulay Culkin. But I know it's not him. No, uh, it's Kieran. <clears throat> the more talented of the two in my opinion. But um <laughs> <laughs> He also kind of reminded me a little bit of that kid from Terminator 2, but I knew it wasn't him. But Oh yeah. Would, it was the hairdo. Yeah, that was probably what made you think it was him. <laughs> I mean, not him, but reminded you of him is is the hairdo. Bit, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> it was definitely the hair. <laughs> yeah, the same hairdo that uh, co-star Will Ferdell had as well. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> was he from Boy Meets World? Was yes. He... Yes. Okay. Right, Will yeah. Ferdell played the older brother in Boy Meets World, and the older brother in this show. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Boy Meets World was much more successful, but yeah. This was right after Boy Meets World went off the air. 
wow, so he just went straight to another gig. That guy yeah. never stopped working. Uh, and then when this went off the air, he went to another short-lived sitcom called the, oh. the I, I don't know, some, something, the In-Between Years or something like that it was called. Okay. Um, yeah, which we may <laughs> cover in the future. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, the, uh, but yeah, you're, you're uh, and, and by the way, if you're listening, Wilfred L., I love you. Come on our show because he's oh, actually good. he's actually one of my favorite actors of all time because he's hilarious yeah. and he's a great voice actor. Yeah, and he was he was Terry McGinnis in Batman Beyond, and Batman Beyond is one of my favorite animated shows ever. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I need help. Um, <laughs> I do. Yeah, and um, <laughs> for liking Batman, you need help. Yeah, or something. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. I need to see a psychiatrist, much like uh, Bruce Wayne did in Batman Forever. And, um... <laughs> That's right. He was seen, literally seeing a psychiatrist. Not, not as a patient, but as Oh, a... he was a patient, and then he started... Yeah. Um, Boundary issues. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen several therapists, and I've never had one that looked like Nicole Kidman. So, um... But, so it'll be it'll be kind of a struggle there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, I'm getting off track here. Um, it's fine. But but listen to Will Friedle's podcast that he has. I just like to po- you know advertise other podcasts that I listen to. It's called sure. I hear it's it's called We Hear Voices. Okay. It's with him and Christy Carlson Romano from Even Stevens and from oh. uh, Kim Possible, and they talk to people involved in in voiceover and animation. Cool. Uh, yeah. Highly recommend the Jason Marston episode and the Kevin Conroy episodes. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. They're, they're really good interviewers. Um, so in this show, we also have, like I said, Will Friedle playing Peter Troutner, who is the older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle. Sub, Sabai S A B I H Y Sabahi? I don't know. Anyways, mm-hmm. as Henry Krak Krakowski. Taylor Handley is Hazard. <laughs> Doesn't have a last name or a first name, I guess. He's just Hazard. Just hazard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kristen Lehman as uh as uh Laura Eastwood. Oh god, she was so pretty. Yeah, um, Joe Flaherty, who people may know from Freaks and Geeks, which had ended just before this as well, yes. um, <laughs> where he played a dad, and he played a dad in this. He was also on Second City, and you might know him as, you know, Count Floyd, um, and um, as Dr. Frank Troutner. We had Molly Cheek as Annie Troutner. The uniquely... Andy Dick, Andy Dick, as uh, Ernie Hopkins, um, and Catherine, uh, Catherine Ellis as Just Riley. So, that's our main cast here. Yes, yeah, that's that's everyone. Well, okay, main. Yeah. <clears throat> so, initial thoughts here. What did you think of the show? Uh, it was okay. Um. Uh... I'd give it about a five out of 10 uh, for now. Um, I've watched it three times. <laughs> three times. 
Uh, yeah, three times. Uh, okay. The past day or two, and um, but I would say if if I was watching it in two thousand one when it came out, I probably would have thought it was like edgier than it is now because I'm so yeah. used, you know, content getting more and more edgy. So I'm, I'm trying to put myself back in there, especially in the summer of two thousand one. Yeah, because uh, that would have been like, I think my sophomore year going into my junior year. No, that would have been my junior year going into senior year. So probably, you would have been the key demographic for the show. I probably. think I probably would have liked it more back then mm-hmm. if I, I don't remember watching it though. Yeah. At all. So, um, so yeah, but right now I'd, I'd only give it a five out of a 10. But, well, if you were doing anything that month, you probably missed it. <clears throat> it was on so quickly. You know I, mean? I, was probably, I was probably playing guitar lots and, and just yeah. hanging on stuff and, you know, you could have been doing nothing and missed it too. Um, anyway, so the, the, the uh, yeah, I, uh, I liked it, but I think Will Friedle and Karen Culkin both deserve better and yeah. they have done better before and since then. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Karen is currently on um, that. Uh, oh my God, that HBO show. Um, I don't watch it, but I haven't yet, but it's really popular one with brian cox um hmm. succession there we go that's what it is oh i've heard of that show yeah yeah he's currently on that as one of the main oh, characters cool. on that so yeah um and he's been nominated and stuff for that i believe you know at least well praised for his performance on that show so he's done a lot better for himself not to mention you should see him in igby goes down which he did shortly after this which is an amazing movie so um yeah, but uh, yeah, it was it was very American Pie light. Yeah, yeah, that was my feeling on it because yeah, I totally. mean you could tell that Adam Hers had something to do with this, you know, and it was like it was basically like he took concepts from American Pie that he didn't get into the movie and made this movie sort of in a way, you know, um, and made this TV show. I mean, yeah. It was like a PG borderline on PG thirteen, probably yeah. maybe PG thirteen, yeah, version of yeah, America Pie, basically, yeah. <clears throat> um, so uh, what goes down in this uh, in this uh, old fish tank that we were in here? <clears throat> I'll tell you what goes down. Uh, unfortunately, Gus um, from Moon Knight is not in this fish bowl, but. Um, but he might be in a different one. So, um, okay. <clears throat> he, uh, so it starts off with um, Andy or Andrew, um, who's the main character, you know, uh, McCall. Um, Karen Culkin's Andy Karen Fish Culkin. Troutner. And he's got this whole plan um, because they're going to be going into high school as freshmen. He's got this whole plan <clears throat> of how to become popular, like a three step plan. So, He's got like a whole pointer and like a chalkboard and all this kind of stuff or whatever. I think it was chalkboard. It might have just been like a whiteboard. But um, and it's like the first three months. Yeah. Everyone's supposed to lay low and just kind of not draw any unnecessary tension and kind of what he says have a, an aura of mystery about them. So just don't just kind of lurk in the shadows a little bit. And then and then by the 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 new year, a freshman year, you're supposed to then impress a senior with something i guess and then that way hopefully you could sort of get like an, an in with the popular kids because like oh well a senior thinks you're cool so you must be kind of interesting or whatever and then the third step 
was him being noticed by this girl that he's got a crush on who's a year older than he is and he's got it all planned out that they're gonna date for like two and a half years and then they're gonna break up when she goes to college but then she's gonna feel that bad about that so then she's gonna want to get back with him and he's gonna play hard to get and then eventually though they're gonna get married after he finishes law school he's got like the whole like next seven years ten years of his life mapped out already and then crack one of his two friends was like okay like what what does the third point have anything to do with us or how is that gonna help us in any way (laughs) and then and that's 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 the whole show it ended right there and um that was it i Um, I wish i mean yeah um i wish no that's not how it ended hmm. and then immediately of course um both of them, his friends, start messing with the plan because they want to rush it. Weird shit, too. Like, okay, so, like, I understand, like, okay, so here's, like, a real-life story. So, when I, and it kind of reminded me of this is the reason why. So, like, when I was younger, it was, I think it was either seventh or eighth grade. <clears throat> For some reason, there was, like, this big craze where, like, there was, like, a kid <clears throat> who was, like, selling bottles of Banaka to other people. Like, I don't, like... And, like, that became, like, the coolest thing ever. So, like, he was yeah. literally, like, peddling banaka. Like, you know what's school. funny? What? We had somebody in my school, too, when I was around that age doing it. Doing the same exact thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know it's because banaka maybe has, like, a trace amount of alcohol content. I don't know what the reason was for it. But, like, it, it was, like, the coolest thing ever. So, I, I bought some. And I think he was really overselling it, too. I think he was selling it for, like, $5 a bottle or some shit like that. And like so he he got caught eventually because you're not allowed to just do <laughs> at school you know selling your wares you know but it reminded me of that because this kid um not 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 crack it was hazard um which his idea was not very hazardous at all it was actually very mild he had the idea that to impress seniors he was dipping toothpicks in cinnamon oil. Yeah, because they thought that would be cool somehow. Like I, I don't know anyone I, who would think that's cool. I, I like, did not get that at all. I did not know like, where that came that from. Was be some, yeah, I don't know. And, I mean, I liked cinnamon gum. I don't know, you know. But uh, even that, it's like when you're gonna <laughs> offer a senior a piece of gum, and they're gonna be like, "Oh man, this kid's so cool! Like, let's yeah. go <laughs> take him under my wing! Like, what's like, uh, you know?" So that was dumb, and then. Of course, you know, Andy was like, no, like, come on, that's not the plan. We got to, you know, we got to do, you know, we got to lay low for three months. Then we got to do blah, 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 blah. But of course, you know, both of his friends fuck it up. You know, first, Crack is like super smart and he's really into learning and shit. So he already basically has the reputation of being a nerd, but like a sort of arrogant one who's like challenging his teachers. So it's like already unnecessary attention you know well it was the teacher's fault in my opinion because the teacher asked him if he wanted to teach the class and he was like yeah yeah but it was he he kind of had his arrogant thing mm-hmm. already no like, i know but oh, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying you know as a teacher you should never ask yeah, a student no you should never <laughs> exactly you should never offer that because and then uh so what else happens because that's kind of what's going on so far so yeah. okay so he gets sent to the crack gets sent to the principal's <laughs> office um, because of, you know, that, and, uh, then his, th- then, uh, didn't, uh, Fish get sent there, too, because he stood up yeah. for him or some bullshit, and, um, that 
shouldn't have gotten him sent there. Um, right. <laughs> and uh, Fish was wearing some cologne that his dad gave him that morning that I guess smelled like ass or something. And um, <laughs> he, was pl- he was applying way too much to. Yeah. And yeah. so his, his brother was off teaching his class because his brother teaches at the school. We meet the other teachers. One's like uh, an attractive woman. The other one's Andy Dick. <laughs> That's all I got to say about Andy Dick. Um, and uh, Andy, Andy Dick being Andy Dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Andy Dick can really act as anybody but Andy Dick. No, it's just just a one character uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're, you're not going to see like a a production of uh, a Midsummer Night's Dream starring uh, Andy Dick as. Uh, puck or actually you might that one might work you might you're not going to see work. you're not going to see you know um hamlet starring andy dick as hamlet no um, you might have me starring hamlet and yes hamlet where I just talk about random shit mm-hmm. and at the end of it i say by the way my name is hamlet and then no one steal this is my fucking idea i've had it since 2000 you gotta stop telling these things on the podcast you I do know, know that well, this it's is okay i trademarked it it's fine okay. so it's, um okay just making sure <laughs> just edit that part out if you want actually uh, um no nah, i'm gonna uh, leave it in um <laughs> no, no, andy dick so like i yeah. always i always think of andy dick as being like what martin short would act like if he was high on cocaine all the time uh that's, yeah, but but Martin can act. Um, <laughs> well, I know. I, I'm just saying, like the jitteriness, like the like. You know what's very what you... bothersome to me in my life is the fact that my favorite sitcom of all time is News Radio. Yeah, which featured and both he... Andy Dick and Joe Rogan. But they were both good on that show, though. They were. That was the last That's time good. either one of them were good in anything. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know, totally. Because Andy actually played a real character. Yeah, I mean, he, he he was a little bit weird, but like wasn't yeah. like the over the top, like you know. No. Uh, yeah. He wasn't being dickish, as I like to call it. Yeah, he wasn't exposing himself at Woodstock '99 at that point, and um, you know, or whatever not- the latest sexual harassment charges that he just had recently are. Oh, um, really? I, yeah. I Shortly oh, before God. we picked this episode, I didn't even realize Andy Dick was in this show when we picked it at first. Yeah, I don't think I did either. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. So the world's a little bit different than it was then, twenty years ago. Yeah. Um, a little bit. It's, yeah. Pre nine eleven. So there's, yeah. there's a sort of aura of. Mm-hmm. You know, positivity, like oh, things are gonna be looking up, and yeah, no, and then uh, you know, so so back to this. Okay, Wilfred L's character, um, Pete, um, is off. He's a teacher, and he's trying to do the whole thing where he's being a friend to the students, and he lets them. Yeah, he, he's like, we're not gonna have tests, and you know, he's oh, gonna God. let them go go early and stuff like that, and you know, he wants to have classes outside and all that bullshit. Um, all the stereotypes, <laughs> uh, stereotypes of uh, this, you know. Like the cool hip yeah. teacher, yeah, yeah, uh, that nobody likes, <laughs> or they just take advantage of. Yeah, basically, um, <clears throat> the one that gets you, lets you get away with murder, and doesn't teach you a damn thing. Um, uh, so he, you know, he's walking down the hallway, informs his little brother that he smells like shit, and um, <laughs> then um, decides to. Uh, you know, he, um, the brother, um, Andy decides that he's going to go, uh, wash off in the, in the men's room. And yeah. then Hazard, in the meantime, 
dumps a bunch of cinnamon oil on his private parts. Somehow. Somehow through his pants. Which is classroom. weird. So, like, how did it get underneath his pants into his... I, okay, I don't know. And then, um, I mean, these are the same writers that wrote the same one of the same writers who wrote uh, the scene in uh, American Pie, where in one of the American Pie movies, where uh, you know Stifler drinks semen. So, oh God, I remember that. Yeah. Ugh. So <sighs> he probably just spilled it on his jeans. It probably just seeped through. Is what happened. Yeah. And then, uh... so of course, then he goes to the bathroom too, and then they're both kind of like half naked, and they. Uh, there's a mishap and they fall on each other. And then we have our first, you know, homophobic scene. Um, <laughs> our first. Yeah, exactly. That's a good uh, yes. indication of, of things to, to come. But Crack also falls on him, too, because he's trying to get to the bathroom yeah. as well. And so and everyone's like, oh, it's a threesome of. And it was weird, though, because one of the girls is like, what looks like consensual sex with his best friend, which is like, Weird that she wrote consensual. That wrote yeah. and said it in two thousand one. Kind of interesting because yeah, um, well, it was kind of the time where you know <laughs> the tides were starting to change. Starting to change a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah. Um, so then, uh, then we have uh, then there's a scene in uh, in Andy Dick's class where he's the drama teacher, of course. <laughs> um. And uh, they want, um, he wants a volunteer, nobody's volunteering, so he puts the spotlight on people in the in the classroom, and he's going to pick the, the hot girl that, uh, that Andy likes. But Andy volunteers instead to save her from having to go up on stage and perform a monologue or whatever. <clears throat> so he starts to, and he hadn't eaten all day because he was nervous about school and stuff. Right. And so he faints on stage. Of and, course. And people pickpocket him to find out who he is. I know. <laughs> like, what? And why would it matter to know who he is? Just send him to the nurse's office. Like, like what? <laughs> and my thing is, is how would it be? I mean, I, I understand it's the first day of high school. Mm-hmm. But how is there no one in that class that knows who he is? I, yeah, I don't know. And, and especially if he's supposed to be the younger brother of, like, really popular yeah that's you know um named trout troutner or whatever yeah um yeah it was, it was a weird thing weird scene i don't think they thought it through too much no plus too they just school had assigned seating which that was not a thing for me we we just got to see, sit wherever we really to sit. Well, yeah pretty much um yeah we always so, had assigned seating no our teachers actually had to like learn our names and not just go by seats so they actually had to Hmm. Which that, that probably was a lot to, to remember, but uh, <laughs> my my thing is is yeah sure learn people's names and then maybe not have assigned seating, but the first day of school you're going to want assigned seating because it's easy for the teacher to then. Know. I don't know. I remember. Uh, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but um, I, I thought you could just sit anywhere. Uh, I mean, people usually hmm. sat around the same seat oh, yeah. that they did just because that's where they were comfortable with. But like, yeah. I don't remember it being like a rule, but I, I could be wrong. It just was a yeah. long time ago. But, uh... <clears throat> so, so anyways, yeah, they, they, they pickpocket him. Yeah. He ends up at the nurse and then the, the attractive girl that he's, the girl he's attracted to comes and meets him at the nurse's 
office or whatever and gives him back stuff that the people had taken out of his wallet. Like the free mommy hug from Mommyville. Yeah. Uh, that can be redeemed at any time. So that was pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then what else happens? Anything? Uh, well, yeah, a few things. I mean, uh, you know, the, the history teacher, you know, early on, you know, warned, you know, Pete, you know, like not, you know, that, that, you know, like he's gonna, he's like all enthusiastic now about like being a different kind of teacher. It's going to shake things up. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow about that or whatever, you know? Yeah. And then, um, when, you get, up, when the world, you know, ruins you and you get worn down. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then, uh, he talks to Miss Eastwood, um, who like he kind of has a crush on and, uh, and then he talks to Andy Dick's character, um, Ernie, um, some Ernie, um, I forgot his last name. Uh, um, he's Mr. Gins? No. Um, um <clears throat> whatever. Ernie something. And, um, it's, uh, Ernie Hopkins. That's right. Hopkins. And like, you know, Andy Dick being Andy Dick, you know, where he's like, what do you, what are you dressed up? Like what? You look like one of them. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to, and he's, and he like slams him against the, like the vending machine. He's like, you are not one of them. They are not on your side. You you have to earn their respect and all this kind of stuff. And he's like, do not do not become like the other faculty here. When I see them, I see dead people. Because that was like right when um, you know, um, which, the Sixth Sense was which, around. You know, yeah. That's that's interesting. It was yeah. right around that time. I just remembered that. <laughs> I know. So that was like a big a joke. And then he's like. Um, I'm gonna get my pretzels now. Is that okay? And he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." It's just like, yeah. okay. Um, so we had Andy Dick, you know, being Andy Dick, of course, and uh, he wasn't really in a whole lot of the scenes. He was only no. In that one. And then, uh, and then we did have the the principal, um, who uh, who basically called uh, Pete into the office and said, "You know, you can't be friends with the students, and you can't." do this you can't do that and basically oh, he was letting them leave class early and like even letting one student just not even show up to class it's just like yeah like, dude like you can't do that <laughs> so he got put in his place so then he he mm-hmm. you know disappointed everyone else by saying oh well the first hour was different you know we might have some slight testing you know, or whatever, and they're like, oh, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, I know, it's school. Get over it. I mean, yeah. what do you expect? Like, you know. <laughs> and uh, at least you don't have to worry about, you know, in this fictional world being shot at a school. Anyway, so. um, Exactly. You don't have to worry about there. 9-11 yeah. happening. Um, I mean, this was very, after Columbine, though. So um, it, think, was, or it was around there, wasn't it? Or when was that? It was like two years after. So it's yeah. still, you know, but like. Yeah, much more optimistic. Uh, that was a pretty good year for me, you know, until 9-11 happened, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, then the country was on its slow decay as what we're seeing now. Anyway, um, <clears throat> not going to get too much in that. But anyway, it was a very optimistic um, time, you know, for, you know, that era. You know, you, yeah. you could definitely see it in the TV shows that came out during that time. They're definitely kind of silly, kind of dorky, but that was sort of like the, the mood going on in the country. So how did this uh, episode end too? It ended, um, <clears throat> it ended with, um, okay. Yeah. So he's in the nurse's office. She gives him apple, apple juice to drink. 
and then they kind of banter back and forth about that um uh jesse was her name i think i don't remember now um Jess, yeah she yeah yeah like you said she shows up and thanks them you know for basically taking her place to do the monologue or whatever and then ugh, like the cringiest thing i've seen in a while is he goes he's got a thermometer for his temperature and he goes you got it and like this ugh, like ugh, I, I can't even ugh. and then she like kind of smiles awkwardly like okay and then she walks away well I, I don't think it was meant to be an awkward smile but that's what it looked like to me and uh, it could have just been the actress smiling yeah i don't know and then and then like she leaves walks <clears throat> away and then like he like pretends that the thermometer is like a uh, cigarette and he's like knocking it like he's knocking ashes into an ashtray yeah. but he does okay but he does this when no one's watching which makes it even worse like 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 really dude like <laughs> you know like, like there's I, nobody to impress and you're still hmm. doing this like i don't know i used to pretend pretzel rods were cigars all the time so well, even well, when no one was around okay hmm. fine but i, I don't <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't like what he did. I hated it. I know. <laughs> I hated it so much. It was probably just because of that one little scene. But then he goes home, and then he's kind of just chilling out in the basement. And then his brother is like, "Hey, dinner's ready." Blah blah blah. And he's like trying to like, you know, like encourage him. Like, yeah, you might have had a weird day, but you know, everything's okay or whatever. And then. You're right. The second homophobic scene shows up, and he's like, <clears throat> "Like, don't worry. Like, I heard that there was like three guys having a threesome in the bathroom. So, like, that, that's you know definitely gonna get more news than yeah. You know, you go into the principal's office, and he's like, oh, really, or whatever.' And then that was that was it. That was the show right there. So, uh, minutes, seconds. So, speaking of news radio, I did notice one of the producers of the show is Kent Sabornak, who is one of the producers of news radio. Interesting. As well as, uh, after this, a future producer of uh, The Office. Okay. So, yeah, two good shows and uh, this. And this. I'm sure he's got <laughs> other things, too. But um, <laughs> I wonder if the next three episodes are any better, though. I, think. I, so, I don't uh, know. May have to watch them someday, but I'm not going to rush to it. Um, if they're, yeah, if they're even online. Um, oh, they all are, I think. I think they're all on YouTube. Oh, okay. Um, Anyways, do you want to take a break really quick and then come back and talk about some reviews really uh, after that? Yeah. Okay, sure. we'll be right back, folks. No Outlet Live. Hey, I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explore any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts, or just type No Outlet Live, one word, in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh, she's not very articulate. And we are back. 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 Back, 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 back. Back, yeah. Okay, so... You want to hear some reviews? Yeah, let's... let's, Yeah, sure, let's do it. Okay, just a reminder, the show came out in 2001. Yeah. Okay, this is from... This is on June 20th of 2001. From Dundee the Great. Um, 
Watch it for the women. Watching the debut episode of this show last night, the only thing that really caught my eye was the chick that played Jess, who I recognized from Days of Our Lives. The chick who played the teacher from Way of the Gun, and a cute little blonde girl. The show is like a modern-day Wonder Years, which stars Kieran Culkin as Fish, a freshman at a new high school where his brother is a new teacher. On his first day of school, he makes an ass of himself, and pretty much that's it. The second episode was much better, where a girl used Fish to make another guy jealous, but naturally he starts to like the girl. All in all, this show could use some better writing, but it's decent. It also stars Andy Dick and Will Friedle. <laughs> that was the last sentence. It's decent. An yeah. <laughs> this is afterthought. By the way, uh, Andy and Will are in it too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, who's the blonde girl? I don't remember. Anyone. I do not know. <laughs> Maybe that was in like another episode or something. Yeah. Don't okay. know who he's talking about. <clears throat> um. Here's one from August of 2001, after the show was already off the air. Um, from hmm, from somebody named Hmm. Okay. HMM. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, interesting and not very interesting at the same time. It's a perfect description. <laughs> I personally liked the show, but I guess others did not. This show could have been a little better if it didn't focus so closely to Andy trying to get Jess's attention. But the other typical and funny problems teenagers usually have when they start junior high. This was whatever, but I don't know. Different places have different definitions of what high school and junior high are. So, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's the whole review. Um, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Um, here's another one. This is from 2004, well after the show's off the air. Yeah. Why they went in to review this three years after it was off the air. Um, 21 years after. Yeah, yeah, but this makes a little more sense. Like, 2004, (laughs) wasn't that before YouTube? Uh, yeah, it was. YouTube was like 2005. Yeah, so I don't know like, where they yeah. saw the show and then commented three years after yeah, it went it, off the air. Exactly. They were like holding us in for three years. I, like, I mean, writing a writing a comment on like, you know, the Brady Bunch well after that's off the air and you have no access to episodes except for like on TBS or something. Um, right. That makes sense. But a show that lasted four episodes three years before this it's just weird yeah <laughs> you know they're probably holding it in the whole time like. <laughs> um okay the, the the headline is will Friedel should get his own show not very funny television show that introduces us to two brothers kieran i look like macaulay calkin and will Friedel. <laughs> <laughs> wow who who live who, whose lives are the prime focus of this show that only got a few episodes on NBC before it was booted. I looked forward to it and found myself disappointed. Last I heard, Kieran was doing a play in downtown London. Should be called Go Figure. Okay. Yeah. So what's wrong with doing a play in downtown London? I think that's just what they're they're just 
stating a fact there, I think. Oh, okay. I don't think it was really criticism. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's other reviews, but they're all pretty much about the same. Yeah. So. Yep. That, that's what we got here. Um, any final uh, thoughts here before we wrap things up here? Uh, it's a good show to watch, I guess, when you when you come home from a bar and you're a little bit drunk and you got some Taco Bell and you want just some random shit to watch that's like sort of funny but not really and you don't really have to pay attention too hard on it and you know it's from like a again a more optimistic era in our country's in world history somewhat so it kind of when you're chowing down on your taco bell that you're going to have diarrhea an hour later from eating and you're with your baja blast freeze and or the the fountain drink um, you can sort of be like, oh, this is kind of what it was like when things were kind of okay. And then you just kind of ride that feeling again until you get the diarrhea an hour later. And then you go to bed and you sleep it off. And then you, you know, start the next day. Um, so, yeah, it's good for that kind of thing, I think. Um, or you could just not eat at Taco Bell. True. Yeah, you can get something else. Um <laughs> And watch something better. <laughs> you could do those two. Yeah, I, I, those two things are both. You, those you, you could both yeah. eat something better for you and watch something better for you. <laughs> but if you're in one of those moods, that would be something that's true. That, that I would probably do actually, and um, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm not <laughs> like I would be like, let's watch an old pilot episode of a somewhat bad show, mm. and you know, kind of make fun of it, but. Not really. At the same time, I mean, it is true that this is a little bit more optimistic of a show, even though it has its like awkwardness into it. But it's yeah. like it's it's more optimistic than a lot of things that we have nowadays. Like I watch, you know, like I've been watching recently, like Barry on HBO Max and uh, <laughs> and um, Better Call Saul and Stranger Things and stuff like that and. Right. Yeah. And Obi-Wan Kenobi I watched recently, too. But anyways, that's just... <laughs> I saw the first episode of that. That was cool. Uh, yeah, I saw both the first two episodes. Cool. They're really good. Cool. Not Stranger <sighs> Things. I, I saw no. that they had new episodes yesterday, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm halfway through the new season. It's nice. Per- I, I, yeah, good. I, I want to watch part of it tonight, probably, or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it's With good. Long, long, long episodes. Really? Okay. Yeah. And- Oh, because it's the last season, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah. Yeah, the episodes are long and good, like something. Oh, wait, never mind. That's what she said. Anyway, so uh, oh. the. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching The Office a lot lately, too. Um, But. Uh... <laughs> there you go, man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> yeah, so. Anyways, folks, check us out on. Uh... On. Um all2real2.com that is the best place to find us any other f- site about us is a site about us yeah <laughs> not run by us but no but thank you if you somewhere. are running a site about us I, I appreciate it like a fan club yeah totally yeah if you want to start a fan club let me know mike at cullenpark.com you can email me there and uh yeah, yeah. yeah um Check out our social medias, our Twitter, our Facebook, our our, our 
TikToks or whatever the next thing is, we'll have that too. And um, yeah, our Friendster and our uh, Friendster, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what was the one before Friendster? There was even one, classmates.com, yeah, that, that, that uh, one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find us at uh, um, just you know, go on the phone onto a party line and you'll oh, wait, no, um, <laughs> yeah, find us by carrier pigeon and smoke signals and uh. Or- yeah, or an owl from Hogwarts, you know, uh, yeah. magic. Owl. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we have we have we have our own, and our owl's not transphobic, and um the uh no, exactly. <laughs> actually one of them is is trans, so it's actually yeah definitely not yeah transphobic. So, uh, so that's yeah. good. It is good. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so uh, be good to each other, people. You know, be nice. Help an old lady cross the street. Sure. I mean, willingly. Don't just do it and, you know, that'd be creepy. Um, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't just wait there on a corner for an old lady to come up, you know, because it might no, be waiting no, a while. No, don't do that. Yeah, no. that'd be well, weird. Don't lie and wait like you're a cat or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, till next time, folks. Enjoy life. And, uh... Go fish. <laughs> and bye bye. Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Hawes. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.